0: Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Yes, indeed.
1: I am here we have a show for you. Let us just say that. The yes. giggle in the background is Corey Bush. She's a worship leader. She works with kids. She's Hello. involved in a church environment, and she loves to take her calling out into the streets yes. and share God's love. And we are going to be dealing with the topic of taking it to the streets. <clears throat> it reminds me of scripture in Luke 14. You know that that was a parable of the, the man who had, had prepared a great supper and he invited people to come in, and these different people groups said, I'm sorry, we can't come. If you study the people groups, those were people groups that were tied to what we would call today ministries, Right? ministries. You know, um, I've married a wife and I can't come. That's a pastoral mentality. You know, I've got five yoke of oxen. That's a teacher. Um, and, uh, you know, I've bought a piece of property. That's an evangelist who goes out and takes land for the kingdom. But these are the people that said, sorry, we can't make it. Lord God, I pray for our ministers today that they do not circumvent this great wedding invitation because what the Bible says, if you don't come, God says he's going to pay pay close attention to the highways and byways because he needs to have the wedding feast to be full. And so we're going to be talking about taking it to the streets. And before we actually get into this, we've got the show packed with call-in people who know how to take it to the streets. So if you ever wondered what that looks like in your life, we're going to talk to you about that. But before we do, you know, we've entered into a, a month. This is the sixth month in the Hebrew calendar. It's called the month of Elul, E-L-U-L. This is the time, the scripture says, this is the time uh, where the king comes into the field and he he, he, he visits with his kids here. You know, it's generally it's us going to him, but this is the time frame in this month uh, called Elul where he comes to us. But it is also the time where... We are preparing for the seventh month. That seventh month, if you understand the biblical feasts, this is the time for the blowing of the shofar. It's called Yam Teruah, or the Feast of Trumpets. And then there's the Day of Atonement. And then there is the Feast of Tabernacles. I believe that this parable that we're reading in Luke 14 really has to do with that great feast, the wedding feast, the feast of tabernacles. So it really ties in with that a great deal. But one of the things that happens in this month of Elul is that the shofar blast prepares people for the seventh trumpet blast where God says, come up with me. We've got things to do, (laughs) you know. So I'm going to blow this shofar in reverence to this time frame right now. They say you, you are to blow this the, the shofar every day uh, during the month of Elul to prepare for the wedding feast. So what's happening, get the get the picture here on the parable, God is saying, it's time, it's time, it's time, prepare for the feast. And so he has the shofar blowers or the trumpeters to declare that it is the time. And after we do that, then Corey and I are going to break into, she brought her guitar, oh yes, she did. And so we're going to break into a little Sorry. bit of worship to prepare the way for taking it to the streets, and then she and I are going to talk just a little bit, and there's what they call a commercial break, and then we will come back with call-in guests that are going to blow your mind. We're going to start out with a shofar blast. I like to call this blast, it's called the Yom Teruah. The Hebrew scholars say that this is the blast that's going to be heard when the angel blows the shofar blast saying, come on up. And get ready for the great feast. Hang on for a second, and this is the shofar blast called Yam Terua, and I'm blowing it during this month of Elul. <laughs> Hallelujah. Corey, we're going to just start strumming a little bit there. And I'm going to have, while you're strumming, I'm going to ask you a couple questions so people can get uh, acclimated to Corey Bush. You're a gal who loves to take it to the streets, but you're a gal who actually loves to minister to kids. Yes. You you have an in. Church environment ministry where you lead worship as well. Give us yes. a, a kind of a brief overview for you about you, and then we're going to get into the logistics and the the strategies behind this yes. broadcast, Corey Bush.
2: So I just want to say um, thank you for having me here. Um, <laughs> yes. So years ago, you know, God had rescued me from much, right? And I was always singing to Him ever since I was a little girl. But I remember when He brought me into church. I was raising my kids. And he started, like, putting on my heart, like, David with...
1: King David? With King oh. David.
2: And <laughs> and at a church I was at, there was a lot of homeless. There was drug addicts. And he just showed me how David was able to ease the distress from oh, Saul.
1: My. Oh, that's right. And that
2: was the beginning of, like, not only did worship help me, but it then began to be a weapon for those who were struggling. Yes, yes. And it brought peace. And so through the years, God has allowed me to lead worship um, in churches and with children and in music therapy and on the streets and everywhere I go because I know it's a weapon.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to spend the entire two hours, yes. Corey Bush, uh, encouraging people to take it to the streets, but not only encouraging them, we're going to be bringing people on who have had that experience. But Amen. as you can tell, one of the things she takes to the streets is her... Music, her guitar. Other people are musicians as well. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But we've got a couple minutes before the end of this segment, so here's what I'll, I always like to challenge her just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have you create a song that uh, it, it's talking about taking it to the streets and let, start it. And I'll, I've got my harmonica here. Just just play a music bed there. Just play a music bed starting in G, and we'll uh, and I'll set it up for you. Don't okay. worry about it. Don't yeah, worry no. about it. It's going to be whatever God says.
2: Sin. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I'm
1: going I've got. I've got the beginning lyrics. Okay, here we so go. So Go ahead. The Lord would say to you today to learn my way. Take what you've got that I've given you and take it to the street. Take it to the street. Take it to the street where my children and I meet. When you take it to the street, when you take it to the street, Corey. Do
3: not fear, for I am with know I'll never leave And child you know that I forgive you I have come to give you peace You feel so condemned You feel like you cannot be forgiven But trust me I will You feel like you can't go on But my darling The cross was enough So now go In my name And let go of all the shame You were meant
1: for greater things Take it to the streets, my friend. It's going to be a compelling Inspirational two hours as we introduce you to a number of people who have been called just as you have to take what God has given you to the streets so people can see what God can do through people who are given over to him. And I'm going to be referring time and time again to this scripture in Luke 14 about the great feast, the great festival that has been prepared and God is calling his kids to the feast or festival. You have an opportunity to say, "Mm, can't make it. We have a freedom of will in that. But God is saying, I built this feast for you. It's called a wedding feast. And I want you to come. But also, I want you to go into the highways and the byways and compel others to come in as well. We are going to deal with this topic. Corey Bush and a bunch of other call in people whom you may recognize because guess what? They're on the street very often, taking it to the streets, so <laughs> Corey Bush and I and our friends will be right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on k More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on k Here's Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. Corey Bush is with me.
1: She's a worship leader extraordinaire, but she's not only a worship leader extraordinaire. She works with kids, and she she loves she loves working uh, with yeah she she loves working with uh, uh, just bodies, just people, and she likes to take them out a lot of a team out and actually does worship and things like that. And uh, she's playing little. Music in the background, and this should feel very comfortable for our call-in guest. Our first call-in guest is a dear, sweet friend of mine. His name is Steve Ante, and uh, he took a little time from taking it to the streets, literally now, to uh, talk with us a little bit. Steve, I know how you doing, by the way. Oh, I'm doing great. Can hey, you hear Steve,
4: me? how's it going? What's happening? Is that Corey? That's yes, Corey. <laughs> Corey, what's
3: going down, girl? What's uh-huh.
4: going up? Uh-huh. What's
3: happening? <laughs> oh
4: my goodness, I miss yeah. you.
1: So you know, Steve. Well, good, good to see, hear you. Steve, uh, yeah. you could go to Facebook and put Steve Anti A N T T I in 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 the Facebook post, and then just watch. I mean, you, you during almost every. Every day he's out there. He's either with the senior citizens center when you can't go in and minister with the senior citizens, so he goes out in front of their so windows. Uh huh. And Gary Santo. Santos as well, Pietro Santos as well. They they go out there and they play a few songs, and they, they play Christian songs, but they also play, you know, some songs that these, these older people, they would appreciate, some of the early, early rock and roll stuff, and even before. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Steve does whatever it takes, but yeah. he always salt and peppers it with the with the gospel. Yeah. Steve, why do you have such a heart to take, take things to the streets like this? Well,
4: I've been doing worship for a long time, and I'm so thankful to, to have that. But I don't want to just at the end of my life go, yeah, I just stayed in the church with the gift God gave to me. Amen. And what God put on my heart is, he said, go out to the streets. And one day I saw these buskers in OB at the OB Farmer's Market, and they were just standing on the corner singing. I go, wait a second, I want to do that. So one day I got this this battery-powered amp, and I set up, and it blew my mind. I mean, there's, there's thousands of people down there throughout the night. And they would just walk by, and I said, I'm going for it. And I just, just started playing, and I would see smiles, and I'd see little kids, and I'd go, what's your name? And I'd start saying, hey, sweetie, what's your name? And I would just sing their name and play to them, and, and their parents would love it. And then, and then they'd even put money in a thing because you, you, you're busking. You know, they want to bless you. And I felt like God was saying, just fill the atmosphere with my love and my encouragement. And you don't have to go on the street and start worshiping. Go on the street and bring his love, which is singing about people's life. And I wrote a song called uh, Everyone is Beautiful. Yes. And when I would sing that, everybody was just blown away because you're talking about how God made everything beautiful and perfect in his in His way because we are created in his image yes so god just said go out and share the his love through music and use the songs that people know because it brings us back to the past like california dreaming or ventura highway or whatever and i would capture their attention and then i'd play them a song like you know my god so good <laughs> and I then they say wait song. a minute you're talking to god and you know, all that kind of stuff would happen where where people just were brought to this place where they could talk about God and acknowledge Him, and yes. it wasn't going into a church building. It was like on the street, in the middle of the street in OB, where there's everything going on. You know, just just yes. stuff happening. So that that's been the whole thing, you know. And being open to play from a, a wedding to a a, 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 a a retirement home my brother his wife worked at one and she said can you come up and play and, and we just walked around with <laughs> i saw that
1: video <laughs> and we,
4: yeah and it was like just blessing people and i feel like the christian musician that's been given a gift is to not just keep it in the church and a lot of them they do they just say that they don't know anything else and i feel like in this point in my life but now i get to be on the radio and tell people like use your gift for evangelism to, to right. bring the love of God, like worship, tell people and then learn a song. I did uh, all along the watchtower today at the USO uh, uh, in the rock church were blessed military families. They were, there were like 500 cars that just came through. That is
5: amazing. And we, played,
4: we played, we just, just played songs to fill the whole parking lot. We had, you know, uh, four speakers going in a circle and we just filled it up with God's right. presence. And I, I'm, And I've just been encouraged to use these battery powered JBL speakers and set them up on the beach. I went where Sean Feck was and and just set up before he played and just played to hundreds of people on the beach. And I'm going, how come the churches aren't out right now just bringing church in a park, which they are doing. But there was a period where no one was doing anything. so. So
2: can I ask you a question really quickly? Sure. So I want to know what prompts you. Like, when was that first moment that yeah. you realized you were supposed to go out? And what like, did, what did what? it
1: feel like and what did you do when you heard, yes. when you heard that directive?
4: Well, that well, that was kind of what I said when uh, I was in OB at the farmer's market, just, you know, uh, setting up on the street corner. I mean, in, that in was years it. past, <laughs> well, that was what really clarified it because I saw how powerful uh, it was, like – there were people filming me playing a song, My God, He's So Good, and the, these girls are just dancing. I mean, like, young girls, 20-year-old girls are just dancing, celebrating, and I'm going, it's what amazing. is this? This is amazing. Yes. Just
2: So
3: one know, more,
5: one more started, question
2: for you. I know that you talked sure. about that and stuff, but, like, what I really want to know is, like, was there anybody in the church, like, you know how the pastors and different people can pour into you to disciple you because oh, yeah. we are supposed to go and out right was there yeah. somebody that well, that did sure. that for you
4: yeah yeah well miles at the rock church
1: miles he's mcpherson he's,
4: he just says go do something And he's a whole sermon sermon on thing you know right. i've been worship for him for years but i watched his life and he's not afraid to to go for it and and just right. try something new so he he really inspired me to to just, you know, he he says, go do something with the gift you have. And, and, you know, the men of the rock, I lead worship for the men of the rock in Ronnie Holderby, you know, the, these men were just passionate about going out and discipling and, and encouraging people. And then I wanted to do that, but then I wanted to go where the non-Christian was. Yes. Right. And so I'd say miles, miles really set an example of, do an outreach he 's always i mean that 's what they did today. They did outreach to the military families, yes, so i've been very thankful for his life and his inspiration of of inspiring me Praise to do God. that you yes know. yes,
1: and we wanted to bring you on to inspire other people but, yes. because you are an inspiration yeah. as well, but you know one of the things here you know I can see a person that Let's say they don't have the this, this skill set for music. Maybe they just uh, have a heart for compassion or to help other people or to say a kind word in due season and things like that. Uh, or, you, you know the excuses that run rampant. You know, yes. I, I don't know about going out there. And, you know, it's okay if you want to take a person or two <laughs> along with you. Corey has some experience in grabbing, grabbing a troop. A yes. troop that goes out and mm-hmm. does this. And, you know, you're a guy, and you're a very bold guy, let's just say that. You you would probably go out on your own, but you have one or two peeps that come along with you, maybe some people to run some oh, yeah. audio with you, and Gary to come alongside with you and, and play an, another guitar lick or two. But what would you say to people that said, you know, I, I understand the value of that, but whew, I, I'll wait till another time, thank you very much. I think now's the time, don't you, Steve?
4: Yeah, yeah, the, the whole time is it's it's not to to wait. It's to go go to the grocery store mm. and and when nice. you're in line, change your attitude because I wrote a song called attitude is everything. So, Ooh. it doesn't matter what gift you have. You we all have a gift. God made us all beautiful in his image with a gift to create and to love Amen. and smile. And I tell people, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a guitar player. You don't have to to do what i do but you have a gift god gave you something and Amen. go use it in the grocery line so while you're standing there rather than just looking like everybody else looking at the gum or whatever <laughs> just go hi how you doing and and, and just smile at him and say hey can i help you hey how's your day and uh and just acknowledge spiritual things you know that spiritual things are, are having a good attitude about life mm. and, and that's the that's the stuff I'm trying to do with, like a yes. song like "Attitude Is Everything." The yes. more I live, the more I sing. I want to do things the right way, and people can do that with the way they, they drive their cars, the yes. way they are out in the surf. I'm a surfer, and when I'm out in the water, I want to see people smiling and right. cheering each other's on. I like it, cheering each other on, encouraging. And no matter what you're doing, you, that's what life is all about: is, is just loving oh, on yes. people. And and you do it like all these people giving food. I I, I play at another place called Bridge of Hope, and so they rad. feed like three hundred people every Friday. She's been doing it for eighteen years, Sherry and Brew Briggs. It's unbelievable, yes. and people show show up and help and they feed, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know, yes. whatever
5: what, there and yeah,
1: whatever and you've maybe. got, whatever you can do. Right. You know, we've got about a minute left in this segment, Steve. Now I I've, mm-hmm. I've invited you to proclaim things, now I'd like for you to pray over the people you just proclaimed to. Just kind of pray over them. Take about Mm -hmm. a minute or so to pray over them that God gives them. You know, there's a spirit of boldness. Oh, he's got his guitar with him, too. yes, he does. Can you hear it? Uh, uh, Yeah, Yeah, so uh, just just go.
4: I'm sitting by the pool on a Saturday afternoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm praying for miles. I'm praying for everyone here.
5: Woo. I'm just singing and
4: praying, and that's what I hope more people learn how to do. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just giving love to people everywhere <laughs> right now. People. Oh, for the ministries that are happening, like at the Bridge of Hope, and those people they just keep on going, go, go, go. Come on, just
5: Bless
4: Cory Bush and Cas Taylor. Amen. Just use their lives and set them free. Cause Woo. people need to know how good you are right now. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, and if, Do Steve,
4: a smile on my face. if Steve, if we're yeah. sti-
1: if Steve were in the studio, <laughs> I would give him the sign to keep Woo. to keep playing while I talk over the his his sound that's what i would do if he were in the studio he joins me oftentimes to do this but my listening friend we're coming up to a break here but <laughs> you, steve steve, you. steve i want to say thank you for sharing your uh your thank you in, intuitive heart time. cry for uh, for saving people and taking it to the streets. so time. my listening friend i hope that steve ante has been an inspiration to you he always is an inspiration to cory bush and oh, me yes. as well thank you steve
5: all Love, right. you, God, Love you, Love
1: you. Guys. Love you. God bless All you. Right. Take it to the street. My, my listening friend, I hope this has been uh, an inspiration to you. There are a lot of people out there that uh, when God gives them stuff, they go, okay, that's great. Uh, what do I do? Do I, do I just share it with my friends when I see them in church or when I visit with them on my new Zoom mm-hmm. medium or something like that? The truth of the matter is take it with you and just take it with you and have it in your heart and see who God puts in your path. That's taking it to the streets. We're going to talk more about this. <clears throat> I think we're going to bring on some of your troops, some of your people, yes. and we'll have a little talk about how to gather a group of people that with a, with the mission to let's just go out and you don't even have, have any preconceived notions per se. You just go. Right. We've got stuff. Let's see what God what doors God opens. Right. Just you're, be a vessel. Just be a vessel. Yep. So let's talk about that in the next segment. Is that okay, Corey Bush? Absolutely. I think you're going to appreciate some of our call in guests because they're going to you know they're going to voice some of your own concerns. And how God solved it for them. And yes. God's going to solve it for you as well. When Corey Bush and Kaz come right back.
0: Amen. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K Praise.
4: This is Frank Harper, pastor in North County. We need more of God this time than we've ever needed him before. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name.
0: Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. <laughs>
3: hello, oh my. hello. Curry
1: Bush, my bud. Love she's, you. She's my evangelizing... <laughs> You know, you, you know, you talk about the bunny, the, the, uh, the battery, whatever it is. Tigger? No, no the Dur- Duracell bunny. Energizer. Energi- Energizer yeah. bunny. Well, that's well, what I think of you. Oh, well, I was th- going to say the same thing for you. <laughs> anyway, but when you understand that God wants you to take what God's given you, he's poured into you in bounty. Yes. He wants you to pour it back out again for other people to be inspired. Amen. And Amen. if you don't have that uh, joy it's time to believe God, to let him pour it in. As yes. a Christian, you had really, there's nothing to be unjoyful about. He's given you eternal life. He's, yes. never going to leave you or forsake you. All that stuff is good stuff.
2: Yes. Amen. And also I just want to add that sometimes we can think like our different being different is wrong. Oh, like, no. especially like, you know, with the world that says like, Oh, somebody who has too much energy, you know, get on medicine, do this, do that. But God called us to be that way for a reason. Yes. Yes. And some people are mellow. Well, I envy them sometimes,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I thank God because you know what? He created some of us to go out.
1: Yes. But you know, there's a scripture that I'm reminded of is uh, a word fitly spoken yes. are as apples of gold and pictures of silver. So, so you may be a person that's, uh, uh, not very outgoing but it's a word fitly spoken so when god gives you a word it's fitly spoken is customized for you to deliver and it may not be you know i've got this four-page speech can i get no it's not that's not what it's going to be it's like it could be a simple word or a simple action or you're in a grocery store and you pay something forward for example but whatever it happens to be or sometimes we have people that you know you go outside of a store and they're saying thank you for visiting and my wife will just say you know what God told me to pray for you. So I'm going to pray for you. Sometimes they'll let you pray right yeah. there, but they don't may not feel comfortable to so just say, you know what? I, as I walk away, just know that I'm going to be praying for you and God's right. intervention in your life in a big way. And, you know, yeah. you go, what did that do? And then so, but the next time you go to that store, that person has a little mm-hmm. twinkle in their eye and they yes. recognize you. And sometimes <laughs> they actually
2: just want you to listen. You oh, know? that's right. That's and right. they don't want you to say anything. It's like you can actually be the gospel. To them.
1: Oh, that's right. Kind of the living gospel. Yeah. I love that. Say nothing. Guess what? What's up? We have somebody on the line who's one of your good buds. Woo! And so that when you go out <laughs> and you do whatever taking it to the street means yes. to you, somebody else that you bring on your entourage has a different definition of taking it to the streets, oh, but yeah. you can do it together and all of a sudden, instead of uh, a, a single track presentation, yeah. it's, a, it's a multi-stereo presentation to somebody and you blow people's socks off and you bless people why don't you do the introduction and we'll talk a little bit about taking it to the street uh, with your buddy sherry
2: okay so hopefully like i don't i can't clap and sing at the same time so if i'm talking (laughs) and i can't strum right but i'm just gonna say uh my friend sherry wow this is huge because when you said um you know worship taking it to the streets um this woman you know for years and years we both went to the same church and yep and I was like seriously um, you know trying to be that A plus Christian right Uh but then all of a sudden things happen and I went down a really dark path okay yes, and then all of a sudden this girl Sherry who knew me was able to come and breathe life into me yes. with no stones, no judgment. Yes,
1: and, I, and I've looked at, her, I've watched oh her, yeah. and she does that to other people, yes. people that she doesn't even know. That's her character.
2: Yes, it is. And so God brought her through things, and then it would help me through things, and then she started showing me what it was like to go on the streets. So well, let's talk please to let her let's talk do. to you about it
1: because it's amazing. Yes, yes. Let's let her talk to us about yes. it and our listening friends as well. Sherry Brown, Sherry. how are you doing?
6: Hi, Cass. Hi, Corey. How are you guys? Love you.
1: Yes, we do. You know, we're talking about a lot of people sometimes have a little bit of uh, fear and trembling when they, they have to say something in public. Well, they don't have to say something in public. They have to allow Jesus Christ to say something through them. It's a big difference. So you want to talk a little bit about maybe some of the anxiety or second thoughts that you had as you went out uh, taking it to the streets. I I want to have other people to know the apprehensions or the concerns that they may have are not unique to them. Other people, maybe even Sherry Brown has experienced them as well. So would you share a little bit of insight on this, Sherry?
6: Yes. I actually teach a class called Evangelism in the 21st Century at (laughs) Phineas Christian (laughs) College. And so as you can imagine my students are very apprehensive (laughs) and every single week i take them out on a new outreach and they're just like oh my gosh but you know what um here's the thing the first thing i teach them in the first class is if somebody rejects you it's not that they're rejecting you they're rejecting the christ in you you don't know what somebody's gone through in their past right so we you don't be offended a christian should never be offended by the rejection of somebody who does not want prayer or who does or or even a christian who doesn't want it it's like that just shows what's going on in their heart so anytime somebody doesn't want it i just say okay, no problem. And I gently turn around and I just really pray for them in my heart because I know there's some deep wounds going on, oh, yes. you know?
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, so, but so fear is false expectations appearing real as Pastor Miles always says. Say that again so, slowly.
1: We, some people want to grab a pen okay. fast yes, about this. fear, <laughs> And you know, <laughs> fear is Miles. a lot of things. Fear is uh, facing a person or facing a virus or Facing yeah. any number of things, yes. so we got to Absolutely. circumvent that fear. Give us the your, uh, ana- your okay. analogy or your anagram. So Pastor it Miles
6: is. says, "False expectations appearing real, oh. um, and 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 so good because it's not truth. It's not truth. It's false expectations appearing real. So that's the first thing people need to get over. We need to give it get over ourselves. Okay,
5: amen."
6: Um, if we can't get over ourselves, how can we possibly love others well? Right. That kind it, of it just, that kinda just when, when somebody is just like, oh, I can't, oh, I, then it can become about themselves instead mm. of what God may have for them. My. Now, I, I, trust me, I'm huge as far as I understand we are one body with many parts. So not everybody's first gifting is evangelism, no, right? No. Um, so not everybody should be going to the porn convention, strip clubs, especially men, um, <laughs> um, you know, and some of the places that, that we go. Right. But um, if God calls you to it, uh, the most important thing you could do is meet a person right where they're at. Remember that place that God met you when you received his love for the first time And no matter what was going on in your life, he took you and met you there. And that's what we need to do, is bring that same heart of Jesus to others. Yes. Um, And so that's that's the whole point, is just bringing his heart so that people can have an encounter with the God of the universe.
1: Wow. Sherry, what does this look like? Do you take a team out? You know, I can remember in the scripture that Jesus sent them out by twos to actually minister. Sometimes that, that's wise if you're going to do that because you have support in many ways. But also, but you know, you may go to the store by yourself or you may go out and uh, uh, go visit other people or whatever. But and you're doing those things by yourself. So there's a time where by yourself God could give you that encouraging word for somebody and just be bold and make a comment. You don't have to get them on their knees going, hallelujah, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. It doesn't have to go there. It's just simply right. the, the, God's heart cry through you. But then there are other yeah. times where you're taking other people out. Now, you and Corey have gone out like that, oh, maybe yeah. with other peeps. We've got about two minutes left. Why don't you give us an overview of that, and then I'm going to have you pray over our listeners to instill them with that confidence. Sherry Brown.
6: Okay, so first I would just like to say that um, be willing to be number three. It, it, I've heard <laughs> it takes about seven seven people. For one person to actually give their life to Jesus, be willing to be number three.
5: Ooh.
6: That number Preach. three could be just giving, feeding somebody or, you know, smiling at them and loving them without judgment. Yes. Uh, don't, you don't need to be the closing pitcher? Mm. <laughs> okay, that's, that's important. Um, it started off where I planned outreaches and, and I still do plan outreaches and events. Um, but, but that planning turned into and every day, every moment, it just became a part of who I am. It yes. is it's yes. a lifestyle. Yeah, so it's the gas station, it's the grocery store. It's everywhere I am, I have Jesus with me. And everywhere I am, there are people that need him.
1: Yes. So, so, so what, what kind know, of preparation do moment. people don't really need to prepare much? I mean, whatever God oh, speaks into your heart at the time. I mean, it's nice to have a little prepared things, but not necessary. Speak. We've got about 30 seconds left, so, uh, so bring this to a close. Boy, it goes fast when you're having right. a good time with good friends. So lay it on us. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know, Jesus said in John thirteen thirty four and 35, a new commandment I've given you. You must love others as I have loved you. You must also love them. And then in 35, it says, by this the world will know that you're my disciples. So just going to that love. We need to bring that love. We need to find that place of love in us that God gave us so we can give that to others. Yes. And I feel like that's just the bottom line. Because if you don't come with a heart of love, people can recognize it and see it. They will yes. recognize it. They'll see it. And they won't want what you're saying you have.
1: That's right. And one of the key words you just said is you have to come. In other words, you, you have to step out. So... I, I, I tell you what, really appreciate you, Sherry Brown. And, of course, Corey, Me she too. she loves you beyond words. <laughs> and she's tried to use words, and she just can't even – she stutters when she starts to try to describe her heart for you. Oh, I'm God. kidding. I'm teasing yeah, her But I do her. because exactly she knows. Right. She Sherry knows Brown, thank you yeah, so much. Is there a website or anything else that people can quickly write down or not?
6: No, nope, I don't have a website.
5: That's fine. Um, it's not a
1: problem. Yep. Just remember if you her find and Corey. You'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> look, look out on the streets. She's <laughs> out there witnessing God's love. Uh, uh, Sherry Brown. Thank you for my friend and uh, Corey. Thank you for introducing me oh, to yes. her. I've met. I've known her for a number of years. And I think it may have been through you. Yep. Anyway, Sherry. Girl. God bless you. Love We've you got girl. more people yeah, but, on on the line here as well. So so we have to take a break and then come back after that. So Sherry, God bless you and thank you and see you out on the street there, kid. <laughs> God bless you. Sounds yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay, Bye. we'll be right back.
0: More Come Together San Diego with Cas Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. And do-do-do-do-do. Ooh, Scooby-dooby-da-ba-dooby-doo. dooby doo do it. <laughs>
1: Corey Bush is with me. And Hello. I always, when we, we talk, I'm, I always look around to see if she's got her guitar handy because the guitar is something that one of the tools she uses, she uses the Bible. She uses the guitar. She uses friendships with other people. She uses the heart of compassion to actually communicate God's heart cry to others. So, you know, if I were to identify a number of uh, lady worship leaders in San Diego County, Corey would be among them. And our call-in guest uh, would be among them as well. Jesus mm.
2: Thank you Jesus
1: This lady is one of the most remarkable ladies I've ever met, and she has continually input into my life. This lady's name is Hannah Ford, and she's on the line yes, and we're going to ask agree. and we're going to ask her a little bit what taking it to the street means for her, but you get ready for some unorthodox answers because she does things everywhere so hello. Hannah Ford.
3: Hello, Hannah.
1: Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure where you are, but it could be out on your bicycle riding down a path, uh, to- tooting your <laughs> horn there. It could be uh, you're leading worship somewhere, or you could, you were up at Paradise. I don't know. where well, You may be even still up there helping people that are having fire challenges, uh, cleaning rubble and things like that. So give us wow. an overview, Hannah Ford for what it means to take it to the streets. By the way, my friends, if you want to know more about Hannah, give the website, because I'm just, I'm just going to tease you a little bit, Hannah, because people need to go there. What's the website for Hannah Ford?
7: Thank you. It's um, www.hannahford.com.
1: And I always say
7: <laughs> nice. I'm not a drummer. You have to go straight to the website. I'm not a drummer. I'm a singer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, taking it to the streets, that's a topic that I thought of you early on when we were uh, – assimilating this show. Taking it to the streets, what does it mean to Hannah Ford?
7: Well, it means the gospel to me. Uh, I mean, that's what the gospel is, is going out to the highways and byways and compelling them to come in because yes. there's yes. going to be a wedding feast. So,
5: um,
7: <laughs> the I never used to want to play music in front of people. I was really shy and scared and, and it was writing songs for of mine who didn't believe in Jesus that that kind of got me going. My first song was like half worship and half evangelism. And um, a songwriter told me, oh, you got to change that. Uh, You have two themes. And I never did because it was my first song, but also because it's been like a a standard for me, like to to keep my life connected with God and worship. And if I don't have that love for God, then I'm not going to have that burden for the lost to come to know him. So one flows out of the other and my my very first concert ever was on my really liberal university campus on the quad during lunch and I was so scared but that's where it all started. God was like, Hannah, if you if you love me you're gonna follow me, you're gonna trust me. Wow And so that was that was really how I started, besides singing in homeless soup kitchens and only once in church, it was right out there in front of all my friends. Um, so it's it's always been um, a dual thing. Like you minister to the body of Christ, but you have to minister to the world. That's who Jesus came to save.
6: So, yeah. Amen. Yes. That's now, one,
1: one of the things, didn't I, I I saw a photograph of you on, on Facebook. I think you're sitting on a stump or something like that, kind of looking out uh, but, off to the side. And I think you were up in paradise. Is that where that photograph was taken? You know the one I'm talking about.
7: Yeah. Yes. I just got home last night. Yes, um,
1: but see, you were taking it to the streets up there, because we're defining taking it to the streets as being just showcasing Jesus in everything that you do. What were you doing up there?
7: uh, Well, actually, we're hoping to rebuild a home for a family that lost it during the campfire almost two years ago, and so it was, you know, all these fires are going on now, so it's kind of surreal to see it smoky again, um, but the fire's not there, but yeah, we are we're 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 declaring beauty for ashes um, in that town. And actually, it was really neat. Um, I went on a walk last week. It was it was pretty hot, and I um, my husband left, and I was like in this hotel, and I'm like, I just need to get outside, but before it gets super hot. And so I started walking, and <laughs> all these truck drivers are looking at me, and I'm like, Gosh, I sure want to get off the main road. I just need a sidewalk. So they get on this this little road with a sidewalk, and I discovered this oasis, uh, paradise. Um, lost nineteen thousand structures, eighty-five dead. It was the it's the worst fire in California history. Oh but I discovered wow. this little oasis with that didn't burn. It had like ducks and all this other kind of pretty green trees and a little creek. And um, a couple days later, I. I took my husband there, and he had to be on this long phone call, and I brought my ukulele, and I said, God, please give me a divine appointment, like somebody who who no, will know this is you. And so, um, sure enough, God brought this man along. I'm saying my husband's there because I, I don't usually go to parks alone and talk to men.
1: <laughs>
7: I go to the streets, but I have to use
5: some you know,
1: discretion, yeah. yes.
7: There's a, there's a balance. I mean, you go out on a limb sometimes, but I'm just trying to, to, um, well, anyway, he's <laughs> feeding the ducks, <laughs> and long story short, he he tells me his story about how he was the only house in that area that survived, and about how two squirrels and karma saved his life. And God said, "Play Amazing Grace." So I started playing Amazing Grace on the ukulele, and he sat down on the bench, and and he's like, "You know what?" I, I well, I said, "I, I believe in God, and I believe that God sent those squirrels to you." I'll have to tell you his. You have to hear his story. This makes <laughs> no sense to you right now. <laughs> it's actually really cool, but anyhow, um, it was so neat because he recognized God. But he was afraid to admit it. Yes. But it, he he's like, I don't believe in coincidences. And then God told me to to quote um, Revelation three twenty and just to tell him that oh, God is standing at the door amazing. of his heart and knocking. Oh my! And I, I'm serious. I was, I was one of several divine appointments for him. And there's no. He cannot escape. Like he told me stories of all the other people God has sent in His path, and and I'm just one of them. And yes. so, right. anyhow, all that to say, we we all experience those things every day. And like we said earlier, wherever we are, God is going to use us. And I'm, we need to be praying for divine appointments because those are the kinds of things like that people won't forget. They'll be like, I know this has to be God. Um, yes, but. Yes. But either way, he's going to use us when we step out. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, and That's so good. You, 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 know, I can see where you could have been shy in the past, but I also see the Hannah Ford of today. Oh, wow! And you're, you're a woman when you hear, you obey. Oh, I know the Hannah Ford of today. She's the kind of gal who will hear and obey. Ta-da, ooh, ta-da, <laughs> ta-da, ooh, ta-da, ooh. Hannah, you, you're, you're, you're remarkable. And uh, what we've got, uh, maybe. Uh, 30 or 40 seconds left in this segment, it goes so fast. You know it does. But would you say a word of encouragement to somebody who's just going, you know, sometimes God gives me a, a, a word for somebody as I'm passing by or something like that, but I, 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 I I'm apprehensive to be bold. What are they going to think? But you just got done saying, and Sherry Brown in the segment before said, be willing to be number three, maybe the second or third person that gives the message. You don't have to close the deal. You just give a a, a kind of a glimpse into the heart of God through the person who's passing by. That's you. What do you have to say? Just a brief uh, insight for our listening friends, and then we have to take a break there. Hannah Ford.
7: I I have to say, this life is so short. Um, All of that's going on right now is just, a reminder of that. And when the God of the universe who's preparing eternity for all who believe tells us to step out, we need to get over any kind of fear or apprehension or embarrassment and just step out with love and boldness because it could mean the world for that person. Yes. And it's not about us. It's about following what Jesus is saying. This this world is short and we need to be about his business and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you fill us with your compassion, with your heart, with your love, that you speak to us and guide us. Yes, give us divine appointments. Yes, let us hear your voice. Yes, you've already told us to go, so let us go no matter what. Yes, I pray for your anointing on us. I pray for your love to pour through us. I pray for people to come to know you and let us be used to bring people to you in Jesus' name.
1: Yes, Lord. And thus saith Hannah Ford. Uh, I love her. DS yes, Alessandro. Say say hi to Gino, your husband, for us as well. And guess what? Corey Clark, a uh, Corey Clark, Corey Bush. <laughs> I, I have a number of Corys in, oh, in no, my life. Oh no, that's all right. I Corey get Bush it. Corey <laughs> Bush and Kaz love Hannah Ford. God bless you, Hannah. We love you. Thank you so much for visiting. You Bye. Thank Bye. You. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, uh, we've got more testimonials like this. This is an inspiration. And if you you know you hear somebody like Hannah put lay it out there. I mean, what can you do? You have to say, well, this could be God talking to me through another person's voice. We'll talk more about that with our other guests when Corey Bush and Kaz Taylor come right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. Come Together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise.
1: Well, hello, my friends back again with a tremendous topic. It's called Taking It to the Streets. We're going to just do a little brief say-la, and then I want Corey Bush to introduce our guest here. Just a little brief musical say-la, and then I'm going to hand it over to Corey Bush with the topic of Taking It to the Streets. Friends, Corey has lots of friends, but this is one of her faves. It's also a pastor. And uh, Corey, I'm going to let you do the honors here because there's a lot of things to share, and every segment goes yes. too quickly. So Corey Bush, introduces. us. It.
2: Okay, so I just want to introduce my pastor, um, Pastor Jason Zulo from East Valley Christian Fellowship, and I will just tell you something right now. Like I, like we had talked about. Earlier, me and Sherry have been going out for years. She's been showing me kind of like I've been kind of shadowing her, you know, and and the boldness that God has given her, you know, just kind of like iron sharpens iron. So I started going out there, and I've been going out there. And then God leads me to my church, and then this guy right here started pouring into me, and not only does he support me, going out there but he comes out with me yes so yes let's yes talk about this yes yes it's pastor
1: amazing. how are you doing pastor jason zulu good to have you i'm doing well yes i'm yes.
8: doing well thanks for having me i've
1: had a chance to check <laughs> out some of your sermons uh on facebook and uh, you you're a guy who loves the lord and uh, you're not afraid to let it show sometimes you let uh-huh. okay. you, you uh, let it all out there on the street as well as uh, behind the pulpit so tell us a little bit about taking it to the street and what that means to you. And then after at the close of this segment, I'm going to have you praying and speaking to other pastors to be have to release them to do that as well. So would you be so kind, uh, Pastor Jason Zulu of East Valley Christian Fellowship?
8: <laughs> Go for it. You bet. You bet. So, yeah, you know, um, I think we ran into Corey about a little over three years ago, and it's amazing because we ran into her uh for a vacation Bible school. And, you know, I've noticed that people that work with children are usually very good evangelists. And so as of late, as soon as COVID hit, you know, we've always had the, the mission of really um, being a church that would know him and, uh, and the power of his resurrection, you know, and to even, uh, you know, Uh, to fellowship in his sufferings, to be conformed to his death, and, you know, that we might obtain the resurrection from the dead, and so, like, we we are looking out, and we're seeing that there's a world out there that all of a sudden stopped coming to church, like, church was a retail establishment Mm. before this happened, and as soon as this happened, like, people stopped coming to church because they couldn't. But God certainly hasn't stopped saving people. So (laughs) I think what you're seeing, yeah, I think what you're seeing is you're seeing, you know, a lot about what Peter told that group on Pentecost, you know, in the last day that you would see the spirit being poured out. And it's being poured out in such a way that it's really getting the church to look at itself Mm. and say, hey, you know, we've been sitting inside for a long time and yes yes, we're supposed to equip you know the saints for the work of ministry but what ministry are we doing that's right and 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 that's the question what ministry are we doing so when they stopped coming uh immediately i stopped looking for i started looking for them and Corey had already been doing this for for years And I just, you know, I had been doing it, too, earlier in my life. I've always been very comfortable at going out loving people. But I I went and I watched. And, you know, it reminded me of what I call street church, which, you know, I grew up in Bellflower, Paramount, California. And out there they had a, a Calvary Chapel. I think it was in Downey. They did a street church like every Thursday and every Friday. And And they would go out and and talk to the the people that were in need. And so what I realized was that, you know, you don't have to be a great evangelist. You don't have to be a great giver. All you have to have is a humble heart and be willing to learn because you need people to pray. You need people to string up instruments and to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You need someone to uh, give a word of knowledge. You need somebody to be able to even break out in a sermon if the Lord prepares enough hearts. And so I think what he's doing is he's, he's showing us that we need to get out of the church a lot more than we have and that there's more out there. You know, he said, go therefore. But first he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So, like, that's important, right? Because then he said, because of this, go.
1: Yes, so he's equi- I, I, the, the equipping happens, and then you move out. And sometimes we go, you know, I'm not nearly equipped enough. Thank you very much. I'll wait this one out. He says, no, <laughs> I, I've equipped you, and I'll put people in your path that are appropriate to your level of equipping, and then I'll move you into other stuff as well. Whew.
8: Absolutely. And, you know, you, you go out in that authority, and he made it really easy
1: for us, Pat.
8: <laughs> he was like, listen, here's what I want you to do. I just want you to make disciples— baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them everything that I've taught you. And don't you worry, I'm going to be with you always. Yes,
1: yes, yes. At the end of the age. So, you know,
8: so that's what we are to do.
1: So would you speak to the uh, fact, because we, 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 I, I hate to be enslaved by the clock and commercial breaks, so forgive me for that. Sure, But sure, sure. would you be so kind? There, there may be people out there that said, you know, uh, Pastor Jason Zulu said a whole bunch of different things like uh, baptism and doing all these kinds of things. But here's the thing. Is, the thing is, God will put people to your left and to your right that have some skill sets that you don't have. And you just, you just go out and do what God has called you specifically to do right. and allow others to come alongside you. And all of a sudden, all these things will happen because it's not you being mm-hmm. Jesus. It's the body of Christ yes. being Jesus. Mm-hmm. So would you speak to this? Take about a minute, and then we have to take a commercial break. I'm sorry, I would love to spend 17 hours no, with you. No. So lay, lay it no, on us.
8: Yeah, well, no, I love that because, yeah, you have you have a body of believers, and we know for a fact that he's sent us, and we know that the church is for equipping the saints for the work of ministry. And so you got to think of that ministry. And I want to talk about mercy ministry for a second. That's the hands and feet of Jesus. Yes. If you look at him in the gospel, clearly he always, showed mercy. Yes. And if we do that now in worship, that's our reasonable form of worship. Just to show mercy, right? Just like the good Samaritan did and that's the whole reason the lawyer stood up and tested Jesus, right? Like <laughs> yes. we've seen what he's done and so this we should freely give back. Mm. And I think that's what you'll see is the church collaborating like a church and Christ being the cornerstone, and let's not forget the apostles and the prophets are the foundation, and 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 the gates of Hades Come will on. not prevail against <laughs> it. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yes, I uh, Corey, I know I know why you
1: love this pastor, Pastor Jason Zulu. I know why you love him. <laughs> yes, you, you let it all out there, Amen. and that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Amen. So, Amen. Pa- Pastor. Um, would you be in prayer? We've got about thirty seconds, but I'm going to hand it over to you before we take the break. Sure. Would you? Would you? There are people uh, that are that are pastors in in this role. Would you pray over them to give them the freedom to release their peeps to go out there and take it to the streets? Because you know we there are certain things that we get fed and prepared for in the church environment, and then we're sent out. So would you spend just about thirty seconds of uh, either prayer or encouragement to your minister friends and pastors, saying it's time. Or the the people to take it to the streets. Would you be so kind on that behalf? In Absolutely. Jesus
2: thank you,
8: Pastor. Absolutely. So, Heavenly Father, we just we come before you, and I thank you, Father, for the the pastorate, Father. I thank you that there are pastors out there that are that are relying on you right now, Father. That are on their knees, Father. That they're teaching through the word like a Berean that they're they're being spirit filled, Father, and I pray, Father, that you would fill them with courage for this season, Father. Oh my courage for this season to remind us all, Father, that Christ is the head of the church. Yes, Lord. Christ is the head. And so with Christ as the head, Father, we ask that you would shake up each and every pastor, Father, to listen to Christ and to yes, Lord. send His sheep, Father, <laughs> into the mission field yes. where the people are, Father. Yes, yes. Because they're not coming to us, and we've been told to go to them. Yes, yes. 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 And so, Father, make us brave. Give us all the right words. Because there is power at work within mm.
5: us, my, 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 my and Jesus. we
8: can trust you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus', in Jesus most Jesus. <laughs> precious
1: name, amen. Amen. Pastor amen. Jason Zulu of the East Valley <laughs> Christian Fellowship, thank you. I can understand why,
0: why oh, yes. people gravitate to you. you. You
1: have a real heart for drawing people in, taking, <laughs> well, th- taking it to the streets. Much. So uh, a quick website or information people can access, uh, you and the church. Absolutely.
8: So you can access us at dot that, com. That's East Valley Christian Fellowship dot com. But very simply, E V C S dot com. Very good. Everything in East on there,
1: come and check us out. We're gonna meet it.
8: tomorrow, nine and eleven <laughs> indoors. I
1: love right it. <laughs> head, right? that's yes, right. yes, yes. Jason Zulu. God bless you, man. I <laughs> I I appreciate seeing you on your podcast and I I appreciate talking to you in person. Corey, thank you for, for recommending that he come on. He's exactly right. Yes. So, Pastor, God bless you. you. We have to take a break. And Corey and I have other people that want to be inspirations to you when we come right back. It's going to be fun.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego the live local show on Cape Rays with Kaz Taylor hey welcome back my friends
1: this is one of those shows that's going to be popular in the archives I can tell you because it's a topic that you have desired to know about it's how to take it to the streets yes. and Corey Bush is my co-host and Hello. take it what is it Corey,
2: oh my goodness um the love of christ yes
1: whatever that means the
2: love of christ being the hands and feet of jesus you know (laughs) i've i've heard it said you know um the whole thing of just taking the gospel to the streets and not using any words you know sometimes you might not say a word you know just your act of getting on your knees and listening to someone so thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. And and I say this because this next person, right, this next person that I'd like to introduce did that same thing for me. You know, um, recently, you know, my family was kind of in a transition of homelessness, you know, not really homeless, but we were stuck out there. And I wanted to quit, you know, even when we are like walking with Christ forever and then God just allow this next friend, Lisa Nickel, to pour into my heart, to remind me to get back up, and even if I couldn't, she would for me. <laughs> so she's been pouring into uh, me and helping me along the way.
1: So how is that for a musical intro, there, Lisa Nickel? <laughs> uh, how you doing, Lisa?
5: Uh-huh. Hi, good. Has
1: we were talking about good during chance. the commercial break, we we were saying how much we love Lisa.
5: Yes. Ooh, my. Oh my uh, goodness, and I love
9: you both so much. I love you.
1: <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna let Corey uh, conduct the interview because it's not going to be an interview because you, you we're buddies, so it's going to be just a chat that just happens to be broadcast. Yeah, Corey.
2: So, Lisa, you know, I just I I'm so thank you for saying yes to coming on here, and I just. Really wanted um, just these people that are listening in to really know Mm -hmm. that going out in the streets, you know, it takes a lot more than what people think. Like I might be going out on the streets, but I have needed people like you to pour into me Mm -hmm. and pray into my life. Like there are times you've been out there with me, times that you can't, but I want you to Mm -hmm. just even talk about this that we're all we all have different giftings that's right and i might like Mm -hmm. some people go out but they will literally get hit if they don't have other people supporting them because two are better than one
1: that's right what are your thoughts on that yeah Yeah, exactly
9: yes yes and that is a hundred percent sure 110 percent sure um there's been many times I, I have not been able to go, but um, praying for those that are able to go is so important. And even making those phone calls to them or texting them and letting them know that you are with them and standing beside them yes. is very, very, very important. Um, you know, that communication is so important for them. It's um them knowing that you are thinking about them, that you are praying for them, even if you have a word for them, you know, it's just so important. Um, Having a code for them. Um, Corey and I have a code. If she calls me and I don't pick up and it's really important, she has a code that she sends (laughs) to me. And I know that it's very important. And I am going to pick up Yes. And I know it's just a must, and yes. I'm able to then i'm I'm able to make that time and yes. um and we pray, yeah, we just talk about whatever it may be, whatever the Lord says is necessary, right it's necessary, and we're able, and God is so good with the two of us um you know when I'm needing that same um strength from her right um he's he's got her in a place to where um she's able to do the same for me. Somehow, he's got us in a boat where we're always rowing, rowing, (laughs) rowing the boat together. And um, somebody is always rowing. I don't feel like one of us has dropped the oar. No. You know, um, we are constantly, God is constantly strengthening yes. um, either the two of us at the same time, or if one of us is just going down, the other one's rowing so good. So, I have and, a question um,
2: really quickly. Sorry to interrupt you. We only yes. have like a certain amount yes. of time for each person calling yes. yes. in. But I really mm-hmm. want to even talk to you about the fact that uh, just even like your view on taking it mm-hmm. out to the streets. And like what God has shown you and how, look, we were talking earlier, right? Not everybody is going Mm -hmm. to be the one speaking. They could be serving, you know, and I told you even earlier, I see you as a mother's heart that just goes out there Mm -hmm. and nurtures. But what, what have you seen with this? Like, what is your spin on it?
9: Okay. So, you know, um, going out actually on the streets, you know, with with you and with Sherry and doing these things, um, you know, we just recently went to La Mesa, um, and that um, was really good. Um, let, let me just kind of back up a little bit here. Taking it out on the street is um, really uh, – <laughs> it's church in a whole new way. Um, you know, you just – um, getting to people, you, you, you don't have to, you don't need a plan. You don't need a plan. You just, right. I mean, God is about order, but I mean, when you start to overthink it, um, you let exactly. fear in. Uh, and, and that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants to stop you. He wants you to overthink. He wants you to overplan. He just wants all those things happening and then you're done. You just, you know, you you can't do it. Your backpack's oh. just too full and you you're not prepared and the next thing you know you can't go um so just let him lead have a let be, him lead yes just have your basic you know format your basic map your basic plan and just step out and let god do the rest Amen. you know you hear let about do it
1: you hear about god-ordained mm-hmm. appointments And sometimes we just say that in passing, oh, God will have an ordained appointment, but he really, really will. And, you know, here's the deal. There's no pressure on you. If nothing comes to pass, nothing comes to pass. But he's going to put somebody in your path. It could be just, you know, walking by somebody on a sidewalk and it just be just uh, sometimes I do this when walking by. I just make quick contact contact with them and say, "Uh, by the way, I'm praying for you. And you just keep walking if they go, excuse me. Yeah. No, I mean would well, be very simple.
2: Even carrying <laughs> Jesus Christ, right? Like Peter in his shadow, right? Like just carrying mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, we're not responsible for the outcome.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's give Christ, give right? us a quick sentence or so about taking it to the street from your perspective because we have a commercial break here, but I wanted to give you that freedom to be able to release something because I can tell you something right now, Lisa Nickel. there are other people that are sitting in your seat right now and going, yeah, I don't have that conviction to actually go out and pound a pulpit. Well, you don't have to. A Mm. quick word of encouragement Mm -hmm. to our listening friends, just a quick one. And then we have to take a break. Lisa Nickel.
9: Taking it. So just encouragement, just get out, go to the street, go, go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store, (laughs) give a nice smile to somebody. You know, yeah. you yeah. I smile, you I have no idea what Drop the mask impact just for a second, that, but...
1: smile, and slip <laughs> yes, it back please. up again. Yeah,
9: <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to drop the mask. But your eyes, your eyes are a smile. Just remember that. Your eyes, the way you carry yourself, yes. your attitude, your body language is huge. Yes. Your body language is huge. The way you walk, the way you push your shopping cart, the way you are strutting down the aisle way, are you jamming down the aisleway? way, you know, on a freeway frenzy, or are you... You know cautiously walking, and do you do your eyes smile because they do they really do smile, yes. you know you can wave with your hand, you know uh you know
5: yep
1: that, you yep, really yep. can so you're basically just showing showing off Jesus in your life and lifestyle, and whatever comes of that comes of that so Lisa, thanks yeah, for spending some really time are. with us. Corey and I, mm-hmm. we, we love you. We we, we yes. It's not a secret anymore. We're just <laughs> confessing it. So, love Lisa, you. God bless you. And Corey, we've got more guests coming up. And awesome. Lisa, thanks for joining us on this little abbreviated segment. Sorry about that. Corey You're Bush, so welcome. Corey Bush, we've got more to
0: come. Isn't this that exciting? Is exciting. So yes, do not go away
1: because Corey and Woo! Kaz will be right back. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Greg Hendricks, Rock Church, East County. God is doing a wonderful work in the city of
1: San Diego and all over the world. He's uniting the hearts of the people. But most importantly, he's drawing us back to what our original purpose is, to love each other.
0: Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Thank you, my friends. Not only here is Kaz Taylor, but here is Corey
1: Bush, my co-host for this entire two hours. Can you believe it? And the topic, I mean, pretty compelling, isn't it, Corey?
2: Yes, it's compelling and it went fast.
1: It does, but we've still got a little bit of time left and enough time to introduce our next guest, Corey yes. uh, Bush, you're, you're remarkable, but you're a young person, but there are older people like me <laughs> that uh, still have the desire to take it to the streets. And that was, I'm setting it up for my friend here to talk a little bit about this. This guy has, has in a very positive way has been around. God's used him. Right. He didn't know the Lord for a long time. And then he did know the Lord. Now he does know the Lord and look out world.
2: Amen. So
3: awesome. I want,
1: I, John Clotter, I hope you don't mind. You're not too embarrassed by me teasing <laughs> around with you. John, how you doing?
10: Great,
4: Kaz.
1: <laughs> hey,
10: John. You're a great introducer. Hi.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to just spend just a moment or two further introducing, and then I'm going to hand the baton to you, or the uh, drumstick, I think I'll call it, instead of <laughs> a baton. John, awesome. J- yeah. <laughs> John Clotter, he's a remarkable guy. <clears throat> he's been around for a while, and he knows music. He knows music. Uh, so when it, we talk about taking it to the street, this guy has not only taken it, taken it to the street, he's taken it to the studio, he's taken it to record albums. This man, it, not long ago, well, let's just say it was a, a distance ago in, in Los Angeles when rock and roll music and the mamas and the papas and other groups were coming about. Right. They needed studio musicians that had a skill set to go any direction. And uh, John Clotter was a member of this group. You may be, be familiar with the name. It's called the Wrecking Crew out of Los Angeles. And they just were background musicians, but more than that, sometimes the the artist would go, oh, "How do I solve this problem? I'd like something that really kicks in, like in an unusual way." And these musicians would go, "How about this?" And blah, 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 and and you know, amazing. John may go, "How about this beat?" But and all of a sudden, everybody goes, oh, "We found it!" And all of a sudden, it's on a, a record going international. The top 40 steps. So John Clotter and then receiving the Lord and taking his heart cry for music out on the streets. Sometimes, yes. by the way, you may see him out uh, on on a beach or on a street front with a, a group of other people with uh, different drums. And yes. he, he does what he calls the drum circle. And uh, that's really <laughs> taking it to the street. Now that I set you up, I'm going to hand it off to you, John Clotter. Where's your heart as far as telling people about taking it to the street?
10: Well, my heart is out in the streets. I, I think every place I go, I feel I'm under the canopy of the church. Amen. Amen. Yes, I go and I just fall in love. And you know, I I got really born again in North Hollywood. While I was doing these record dates, and I just maybe take uh, talk about taking the streets. I took it to the studios. I thought I, knew. I had this powerful experience with the Holy Spirit, and I thought. Well, when I go in the studio, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to talk about Jesus. I became a Jesus freak. You know, I still am. (laughs) Me too. uh, Me too. I started talking about Jesus, and all these guys were believers. They were going to church on the way, Jack Hayford's church, you know that. Holly was getting saved there. So I started taking it really in the studio as soon as I got born again. And, you know, what a place to take it. So I've taken it in my career and I'm still hanging out. I'm just connecting with some of these musicians
5: uh, over
10: Facebook right now. And I'm actually being called to go to Hollywood back again. We're doing ministry there. And, and I've, I'm, I've just I've been doing some stuff there. I'm going to be going back up there. But I've just been in love with Jesus. I, I started our very first street ministry after that was with my kids who my daughters sang. All my kids are musicians and singers. They're good, good musicians. Uh, doing a pro-life march in L.A. Can you believe that? Mm, doing yes, this? I can. Wow, <laughs> wow, well, some. I mean, yeah, that was a march. You know, the march you see now, where we had pro-life marches. We're talking about '80s, late oh, 80s. late '70s, '80s, doing this. So and then, of amazing. course, I was in the music business then, and then I went full time. <clears throat> Seven, eight, started producing Christian music and and albums. Started a record company <clears throat> in L.A. And uh, excuse me. And so uh, I've had a heart for that. And then eventually, uh, playing, going to Russia, and just setting up a, a meeting, some rock and roll players and Russian players. And when they, uh, when their curtain fell, they were bootlegging most of the records I'm on from, from the United States. They love American rock and roll. You know, in yes. all the Eastern countries, all the communist countries, and the airports. So I was able to give a testimony and do a thing called Drums of Fire that was prophesied. Where I would do a drum solo and give my testimony. Well, I met this rock and roll band, and the manager knew I was going to make them famous. That's what he thought. And all I did is talk about Jesus. They <laughs> end up all getting saved. Oh my! And that doing this on the street, giving me a drum set. So we did that, and then uh, I started. Uh, I came to Encinitas, actually in Fallbrook first, but we started. A friend of mine, I was touring all over Eastern Europe and playing stadiums, doing this drums of fire in a ministry and, and just filling hockey stadiums all over Eastern Europe, Russia, Slovakia, all over. Uh, and uh, I was had hernia surgery. I was, I was resting and a guy called me up and says, would you like to do a drum clinic and do your testimony? So I showed up and it happened to be in a yoga center, all new agers. And I couldn't believe it. Uh-huh. And they were oh, celebrating playing these drums. <laughs> yeah. And I said, uh, sure. Amen. So yes. I said, I told my friend, we've got to start a church with those people. So basically, we rented a, an auditorium and started a drum circle. My drum circle with New Agers and Native Americans. And then from then, I came to Encinitas. Uh, the Lord brought me there through a prophetic word with Jim Gall. one on one the King's Highway, ended up starting a drum circle in uh, Moonlight Beach and also I went to the street fair, said, Jesus, we got to do something here. So I ended up playing drums and doing spiritual readings, healings, dream interpretation. That's what I've really been using drums. So yes. I got involved yes. with that, and that led me to going to colleges, Mesa College, doing the,
0: uh, the health
10: fair. I would set up a drum circle, and then we would set up a booth, as you know, doing uh, prophetic, basically doing prophecy, healing, dream interpretation. And just leading these people, getting them to experience. And I kind of use my drums to track them. And, and also my reputation, what I've done, a lot of people want to meet, you know, are curious who I am, want to meet me. So I've used that to open up doors just like your your friends. We have teams of people. Yes. I, I work with a team that's like, and they do these uh, set up. My wife leads most of that, These Beautiful healing family, tables yes. where people get ministered to. So that's you know, basically what we've been doing, it's opened up so many doors. Uh I started, by the way, doing uh uh open uh open mic nights and nightclubs. I love doing that too. I, I get a form of jazz band, getting the weight of the bartender got saved, was the lady there got saved. So we, Come would, on we now. would do this Woo! we would do this mic night <laughs> and we'd have a team praying around outside, interceding while we were in there and then going in there and ministering, So I love anything where I can do music, Amazing. use what I know. I'm not a singer, so I use other singers. But most of the time, I have singers just sing in the spirit.
1: Yes, yes. C- yes
2: can sir. I you say something I mean? really sure. quickly? Sure. John, I yeah. just want to say something really quick. When you even said that, like, you're not a singer, and there are so many different things just even having the spirit in you. But when I think of the drums, and now this is just my opinion, so don't take it, you know. Like it's 100% truth, but I see the drums as like the heartbeat of God. Ooh. I really do. I, there is something about it. I've had many family members that can do it. I cannot clap and sing at the same time. <laughs> However, I, when I hear it, especially when it's anointed, it's like the heartbeat of yes, God yes, to yes, me. Yes. So thank you I for agree. that. I
10: agree. I believe that too. I, I've done my drum solo and people being delivered. I've done it. I was in Shekoshevakia. People were getting delivered on the street just hearing the drum. So yes. you know really I, I believe that's the, the heart of God,
1: you know so, uh, let me just say that this drum circle yes. is ingenious because you know i've yes. uh, i've been involved when you had drum circle ministries and going on, and it's yes. not intimidating for there's you have a whole bunch of different kinds of drums all in this gigantic circle, maybe yes, thirty Brad. or so people, and you there's a drum I can sit down, and you know it's not like you <laughs> you've kind of followed the beat and whatever whatever you're inclined to do and it just it's just beautiful and all of a sudden you said it you engage people and then they're open for the gospel that comes along with Amen. it so it's remarkable tell us about the, the drum circles that you've been doing here we've only got about a minute and a half left in this segment john clauder but uh, well want to hear i'm still
10: that. doing it uh, i you know as you know we were on the beach for almost 10 years we came uh kind of a tourist attraction there but doing the drum circle, everybody can play a drum. They can play a beat. You couldn't see, you couldn't play ten guitars or twenty horns that way. Everybody <laughs> drives drive crazy. But you can play a drum, and you and kids can play them. Uh, grown ups, family, and it's just been a great open door. It's opened so many doors yes. for yes. us to share the gospel. And it's all about sharing the gospel. Yes. I mean, that's what it's about. Setting right. people free.
1: You know, yeah. I just the, the scripture just occurred to me. We used it one time earlier in the show. But behold, I stand at the door and knock. What is that? That's a drum beat. So many times, oh, people may hear that drumbeat, and it's actually the Lord knocking on their door. Ooh, Ooh what a prophetic word! I, unbelievable. Like right there, would you would you bro. give us a, a it brief? Changes the atmosphere. <laughs> would you get? We've you know, got that
10: a drum. Will go all over the beach. It'll go for miles. I love it. We so got. 30 people playing the drum, and guess what? It's all going to the Lord. Exactly. It's all, because we're believers. We have the Holy Spirit yes. in us. Thank you, so when we When we play any instrument, we're prophesying.
1: Ooh, I love it.
10: If we're singing or playing the guitar, playing the drum, even if you're not saying a word, you are prophesying.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Give us about—we've got only got about 30 seconds left in this, but I want to give this uh, to you, John Clodder. I want you to encourage people that whatever they— yeah whatever they have, whatever they do, whether it's you just kind of pounding on, uh, on a railing while other people are playing music, you've got a, a beat, and God wants you to use that beat uh, for bringing glory to Him. A quick 30-second encouragement, John Clotter, uh, drummer extraordinaire.
10: It's all about love. <laughs> it's loving the person you're performing to, sharing with. It's all about love. It's mm. just loving them in the kingdom. God is so good, sharing with him how good God is. And Amen. I've been so inspired listening to all of you today, and that's that's what it's about. It is. Loving him in the kingdom.
1: John Amen. Clotter. Our
10: little talent we have, we always have some little talent. Yes. And use it for the glory.
1: Ooh, that's 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 the. That's what we want to leave this segment with. Everybody has some little talent, Some, but it may be a Amen. big talent to other yes. people. Use it for God's glory. Yeah. Thus saith John Clotter. <laughs> love you, John. Hey. Thank you. so much. Thank you, John. <laughs> thank, thank you for spending time with us. Corey, we, we've got one more segment, Corey. We're going to just tie everything together. We don't have any okay. callings. You and I are going to chat all and right. tie this all together. And uh, would you mind bringing your guitar along for this last segment?
2: That would be awesome. Oh, well, wow. I love it. Look we, and out. Would you bring your harmonica?
1: <laughs> you betcha. Corey <laughs> and I will be right back.
0: More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Now more of "Come Together," San Diego, the live local show on Kay praise Here's Kaz Taylor. Oh my, what a wonderful time we've
1: had! Yes, Corey, I, I tell you, it's remarkable. Corey Bush is with me, and we've uh, hey she's a, a worship leader, but she's a worship leader's worship leader. She encourages other people to let her let her rip as well. And she works with kids in, in a church environment and a lot of different things. But uh, whatever God stirs in her to do, she goes out full force. She doesn't just go half, 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 uh, half, half, half cocked. She goes all the way in this. We, we've had a remarkable so time. So happy to be here. We've had a remarkable yes. time. And you know what? Uh, let's just do a little bit of a selah moment here musically. And then let's uh, figure out how God wants us to close this two hour mm-hmm. broadcast with okay. the topic being taking it to the streets. You know, my my listening friend, we, we actually began this show not only with a shofar blast to say, pay attention, there's a calling to you to come to the banquet. And then we used the scripture in Luke 14 where uh, a certain man planned a banquet and he invited many. And a lot of people in a different kind of environments, including the church environment, said, I'm busy, I can't come. So this man, through his... Servant, the Holy Spirit says, "Go into the highways and byways, yes, Lord, and to compel them to come in." But you don't have to be a musician to do that. No, whatever you've got.
2: Yes, bring your crumb.
1: That's right. And one of the things that we talked about in in this, I think the la- the segment before last, somebody said, "You've got a, a smile, you've got a, an encouragement," <laughs> and we started talking about that, and God kind of stirred kind yes. of a, a, a song theme something like, can you hear me smile? I'm going to put you on the spot here, my, my my, music friend. What might a song that says you can hear my smile or can you hear my smile what might that sound like as we prepare this last segment of the show, wow. Corey Bush
2: So, you know, as I'm singing this you know, and we're thinking about that you know
9: Can you hear
2: me smile
3: Despite the trial Do you see me Praise my God Do you see His love Can you hear My joy Despite The hardship Do you see me
2: Rejoice I'm crawling
3: to the throne Do you see Christ alone Do you see me praise my King Or do I complain about everything Can you hear me smile Despite this smile I'm traveling Do you hear my love Do you think of Christ when you
1: my friend God's equipped you if you've known the Lord for more than seven seconds (laughs) he's put something in your heart he wants to get back out but he does not only want to get it back out to glorify him between you and he he wants to use it to glorify him between you and those you bump into in a given day, a given week, a given year, he wants you to be able to do that These are times where people need to see God's confidence and joy in you because they're feeling anxious, they're feeling fearful, and just the right smile can change that because that smile is generated from a relationship that you have with your Creator. So let God's smile empower you and let that speak volumes through you about God. When somebody says, why are you so happy? Oh, oh there's that open door. Look at
2: <laughs> it. Yes. Out. Amen. And so I just want to say, even when you were saying, you know, let your smile be heard, you know, your smile be heard, you know, without even saying a word, we just, man, people in this time are not smiling because they're scared and they're tired and they're bitter and they just don't know the hope. Of Christ alone, but we have a gift as the body of Christ to smile, even when we don't know, because we've already been given life forever, and this life is not forever. So we can smile, and we can tell the world that this is not our home. And if they want to know, just come and talk to us. But first, before you talk, to smile and let His heart be known. Would you smile, and the world can't smile? They see something different. My listening friend,
1: I hope this show has been an inspiration to you, and I hope it's something you could take and put into your heart. And when you have an opportunity to go out, it may be just going just down the street or just uh, you know uh, into another room with somebody else that doesn't quite know the Lord like they should. Or it could be your next door neighbor. It could be anybody. Let God make the appointments, and then when He makes the appointment, then you just open your mouth with trusting of the Lord and see what he pours through you.
2: What is that verse? Be ready in and out of season. season. (sighs) So wherever you go, just be available for him. That's it. Like you don't even have to think where you're going to be used for him because we're used for him 24 seven. If you have that attitude, then we're ready.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And play that uh, chord progression you just did. And we're going to go out uh, on this because it's time for us to go not only into a commercial break, but to say so long because yes. it's been our pleasure to share uh, about t- taking it to the streets. So we are going to go out and, you know, come together, San Diego. The whole point of this is to is stir you to come together. And as we come together one with another, we want to bring unbelievers in as well Amen. and, uh, smile Amen. heartily because they're watching. <laughs> yes. And so we're going to s- finish this show with a brand new song that God gave to Corey and we get to share it brand new. And it goes like Can You Hear Me Smile on Come Together San Diego. God bless you guys.
3: Can you hear me smile Despite the trial I'm going through Can you hear my heart are you able to see God, see his love?
0: Thanks for joining Cast Tater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a coworker. And then let's all come together, San Diego, next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K Praise.